You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Chris Mackin for Joe O alongside Ed and Aaron. An hour from now, we'll get you our lightning bets, our best bets of the day as we start to pivot towards week 14 in the NFL. And we've got NBA midseason tournament quarterfinal action tonight and tomorrow night. Tomorrow night uh, includes, let's see, we've got Phoenix, LA, uh, the Lakers, and Knicks, Bucks. Tonight, we've got Pelicans, Kings, and Celtics, Pacers. We'll touch on that in about 20 minutes here. On BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast coast on the BetQL Network. Monday night football tonight, Bengals getting 10 on the road at Jacksonville. Before we get to the final game, though, of the slate this week, guys, and an interesting line given that the total's only sitting at 40, let's kind of put a button on the rest of that AFC wildcard picture that we touched on earlier because we mentioned that each team has a big question mark earlier, Ed, and we've also got each, I wouldn't say each team, but a lot of teams dealing with important injuries now. You've got the Tank Dell injury in Houston, a fractured uh, tibia or fibula. I can't remember which bone in the leg is which. It's broken. It's in his leg. That's not good for a receiver. Fibia, thank you. Um, we've also got uh, Ramondre Stevenson in New England. That a little less important. But Jerome Baker hurt last night for the Dolphins. Yesterday afternoon, I should say, the Kenny Pickett injury for the Steelers, which if you know enough about the Steelers quarterback and their offense, probably really isn't as impactful as some would initially think. But Ed, each of these teams in the AFC wildcard picture has a big question mark, and some of them now have bigger injuries to throw on the pile. It's interesting that you bring up that the Kenny Pickett injury may be a tad overrated here. I think when it comes to like individual games, the overall market, you know, they do tend to overrate starters going down. Uh, So in that respect, I agree with you. But at the same time, when I looked at what Mitch Trubisky did against the Cardinals defense, the Cardinals Mm -hmm. pass defense, that might be the worst in football, maybe not just this year, but maybe the last couple of years. The fact that he could not consistently move the ball down the field, like I mentioned before that, yeah, the Steelers defense, they took a massive L, a massive step back against Kyler Murray and company. But at the same time, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more consistency. Like, I think it's one of those things, and Chris, I'd love your take on this, but I look at this as significant more out of context than, say, talent and what these quarterbacks are capable or incapable of doing because even though you got rid of Matt Canada, who I think is safe to say was a problem in terms of the Steelers' offense actually evolving, at the same time, wouldn't he be best equipped to handle what a backup quarterback can do? Like, you've just shuffled the 
chairs, uh, you know, on yeah. the Titanic. You know, you've already done that. But now you're dealing with a backup quarterback where now they're going to have to scramble to figure out what this offense is supposed to look like going forward with all of the ones practicing together. So you have not just one significant change in a short period of time, but now you have two of them. And I wonder if that's going to overwhelm all of the possibilities for the Steelers going forward to where if this happened at any other time, maybe the Steelers could have put some band-aids on it more easily. But I think because they just fired their offensive coordinator, that this is a big loss specifically at the time when it happens. Yeah, I I, I don't know if it impacts them. It shouldn't impact them as much as most teams losing their starting quarterback would impact them. And I say that because... Look, I don't have anything against Kenny Pickett, but there's still probably a little bit of ceiling there to be explored in the future. But Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky, and for that matter, their third-string quarterback, Mason Rudolph, are all basically the same guy, except Trubisky is mm. a little bit more mobile. And I think regardless of who the quarterback is, what this offense has become about, even in the last couple of weeks of Canada's tenure, is leaning into Harris and Warren and leaning into the run game. Now, they couldn't do that yesterday because they got down early. They couldn't punch it in uh, on fourth and goal from the one. And from there, the Cardinals go back the other way, 15 plays, 99 yards, and kind of took over the game from there. And to your point, Ed, you can put a lot more of that on the defense's shoulders for not being able to stop Kyler Murray and James Conner and what was a huge moment for him coming back to Pittsburgh, rattling off 105 yards. But if they le simply continue to lean in, Aaron, on Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, you, you guys remember we talked about them on Friday and which one's going to lead in rushing and who's going to get more opportunities. If they continue the two of them combined to put together games of 125, 150 yards on the ground, the Steelers' offense is still going to function as it should, which is never going to light up the scoreboard. But if their defense performs right. well enough, should be enough for them to beat the likes of New England, or Indy, or even a Burrowless Bengals. Yeah, you look at their upcoming schedule, and it is interesting because obviously the New England one, hopefully that should be a W for them. But then you've got in the Colts and Seahawks a couple of scrappy teams that mm -hmm. could be scratching and clawing to get their way into the playoffs. So that'll be interesting. But also there's that Mike Tomlin never had a losing season factor as well. Sort of an intangible thing that yeah. like, you just kind of expect the Steelers to find a Yeah. I, I look at them and they're a wild card team. I've, I've said it since August. They're a wild card team who doesn't, you know, manage to go much farther than that, depending on the matchup they catch in the first round at one point. Um, it looked like, hey, oh, maybe they'll catch, maybe they could be one of those teams that catches uh, somebody, you know, backsliding into the playoffs. I, I don't think so. The, the defense has been very soft between the 20s. They didn't close out in the red zone yesterday against the, again, the Cardinals. And they themselves weren't able to take advantage of that Cardinals defense once they were down big. And they're just, regardless of whether it's Pickett, Trubisky, whoever, they are what they are, which is an AFC wildcard team, most of whom are a mess right now, which brings us to Monday night in Jacksonville. The Bengals <laughs> really on the outside looking in of that AFC playoff picture now, five and six, and Joe Burrow out. There, we talked about this comparison during the break a couple minutes ago. Kind of like the 
the Florida State of the AFC. Hey, the, you guys were pretty good, and now your quarterback's gone. Goodbye to all of your chances. Although, Ed, you made a great point. Florida State actually has a defense. The Bengals, mm, not so much. And maybe that's why they're laying 10 in Jacksonville tonight, although a low total of 40, which doesn't compute for me. You know, Lock and Four and I talked about this yesterday on BetMGM Game Day, Ed, but a spread of 10 and a total of 40, I, I, I don't. that's telling me two different things about this game. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. Like, those are some wonky numbers to have uh, coming together. By the way, I, I feel like I need to bring this up, that uh, Jake Browning was on the injury report with a wrist injury. Were they trolling us with that, with the whole Joe Burrow not being on the injury report with a wrist injury? Like, are, are right. the Bengals just mad at us, the football collective, to where they're going to put that on the report, whether it's true or not? Mm, there might be a little troll job in there, yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, just just wanted to make sure I wasn't losing my mind or getting paranoid, uh, any of those things. Yeah, I, I, I'm still in agreement with you, Chris, that it, it's – this does not compute something has to give here and if you look at like some of the other props and totals and things like that like maybe they're trying to iron out some kind of a hashtag narrative going forward but when i look at this matchup i think the one thing that we have to factor in is that i don't have a play on the side or total here but this jaguars defense yeah, they can contain, you know, some playmakers despite, a ba- despite the backup quarterback. The pass rush is extraordinary for the Jaguars. You know, Josh Allen kind of leading the way. And it, it is also something where, yes, they're also really good at guarding intermediate passes, 10 to 19 air yards. But if Jake Browning can keep those passes short and go to the yak game, I think they can find some success. When they did that last week against the Steelers in terms of passes shorter than 10 air yards, 15 of 20, 135 yards, a touchdown, a pick, 88 and a half passer rating. Yeah, it's below average, but a plus 2.7% completion percentage over expected. So I think it's something where if they keep this offense relatively conservative and force the yak game, kind of akin to what the Bengals were doing at the start of the year when Joe Burrow was hurt, I actually think in this particular matchup, they can find some success there. Bengals team total is 14 and a half at plus money. I kind of like the over, Aaron. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hmm. Yeah, I kept thinking, are we going to see another primetime under? Um, that'll be interesting. I might stay away from the total. I do like a few props here, though, because the Bengals defense ranks in the bottom six in both passing and rushing yards allowed per game. So I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence to go over his passing prop look at him to even go over his rushing prop and i think it's a calvin ridley game again he can totally go over 58 and a half yeah he's had some duds where he hasn't been involved but i think now that connection has gotten stronger and against this Bengals defense could go over 58 and a half yeah, as far as looking at props, some of the most bet stuff at BetMGM right now, Evan Ingram over his receptions prop, four and a half, juice to minus 135, yeah. 99% of the bets on the over. ATN props, plus 450 to score first touchdown, minus 140 for an anytime TD, over two and a half receptions is minus 115. Uh, almost all the bets are on over there. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence <laughs> rushing yards, over 13 and a half. Minus 110, 99% of the bets on the over. I really like that Evan Ingram prop. Um, if you just look, mm. go back and, and look at what he's done over the last few weeks. Let's see. Uh, five catches on eight targets last week against Houston. Four the week before, four the week before. Ten against the Steelers on ten targets. Five, seven, and four. I mean, he has not caught fewer than four balls in a game this year. So, I Minus 135, it's a little juicy, but I mean, Evan Ingram, I like that one. And I do like the Jags to win this one tonight. It's just, Ed makes a good point. Can the Bengals do something maybe? Getting the ball in space to their playmakers and letting them do something with it at that point to keep this thing close. Cincy getting 10 on the road at Jacksonville. Chris Mack in for Joe O today on BetQL Daily alongside Aaron and Ed. Coming up next, we start to pivot towards week 14. A couple of really interesting games in Kansas City and Dallas. What may be a real stinker. Hold your nose Thursday night here in Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. And we got to touch on the NBA midseason tournament quarterfinals start tonight. Celtics, Pacers, Hells, Kings, all next here on BetQL Daily.